Thank you for joining me on the Way Up Podcast with your host, Jeff Knoll. On this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Amber Mosley. Amber graduated from Missouri University of Science and Technology with a chemical engineering degree. Since then, she spent the bulk of her career in the ethanol field as a process engineer. She's recently made a career change to procurement and endeavors to climb the corporate ladder. In her spare time, she started a small company called the Amber Joe Boutique. She prepares her property as a homesteader and a micro farmer. The Way Up Podcast is sponsored by me. I'm a real estate broker in the state of Missouri, and I believe sharing this journey with you is worth my investment. Hey, I am here with my aunt. This is Amber Mosley, and Hi. she is pretty well a badass at maybe everything. <laughs> but um, I asked her to come on the show and talk about what has got her to this level of success in her business. So I'm going to let her just kind of talk about not only herself, but what she does that kind of gives her a competitive edge. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm on the up and up. And so I think a lot of people maybe wouldn't consider me to be successful quite yet. When I think success, I think like, you know, my brother-in-law, your father-in-law, Matt, like multiple businesses, thriving, um, a lot of assets, but I'm well queued up to be there eventually. And so um, like where I feel like I'm successful, I'm only five years into my career. I'm $40,000 up from my initial starting pay and I've more than doubled my corporate match for my 401k. And so, you know, if I keep progressing at the rate I have been, then, you know, someday I can be a Matt Sutcliffe of the world. I think my biggest success driver is being very in tune with myself and uh, not being scared to talk to myself, not in like a, a golem, creepy kind of way, but definitely in like a, just being very in tune with what my goals are and how to make situations work for me. So I, always in that self-check-in. I just want to interject a thought real quick. Yeah. You, said, you said that you're not there, which that's, it's fine. You have an image of where you want to be. That's awesome okay. that you have a goal to, to progress. That being said, just reflect on how far you've come because that's fantastic. Success yeah. is a journey and there's no end to it. So just because you have an end goal of something that you want to hit doesn't mean that you're not successful. You are killing it in the, in the arena that you're in, you're, you're doing yeah. awesome. I've seen you grow from when you were in high school to, <laughs> to now you're, you're killing it. You're awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely didn't think high school that I would be here. And honestly, I've always known I wanted better for myself. I've always known that a kind of lifestyle I wanted to have. And so it is kind of interesting how I've gotten there is not the path that I would have chosen for myself. And it, it's kind of interesting to see how life is, has played out. Honestly, Ron Weasley from Harry Potter says it the best in the last Deathly Hollows, they're all planning on breaking into Hogwarts. And then Harry's like, we need a plan. And Ron says, we plan, we get there and all hell breaks loose. And honestly, that's kind of how life is. So I think it's really important to be flexible because 
this is not how I saw myself getting to where I'm at, but I'm extremely happy with where I'm at. And I think if I continue to have those self-talks and self-check-ins that, you know, I'll keep pivoting and making making moves that'll get me to where where I want to be. So so what kind of things in your in your positive self-talk, what are things that you tell yourself that that lets you know, hey, I I'm qualified to be here. I deserve my place where I'm at. I deserve to be here because you're a young, you're a young yep. woman. How old are you? 26, 27, 29. Okay. You're 29 years old. <laughs> you're 29. And yeah. you are, you're in, we're not going to talk about where you work, but you are in some awesome position. You're doing, you're doing big things with your life. What do you tell yourself that makes you feel, Hey, I'm qualified to be here. I belong here. I like working out and I know you like working out too. And so I have this fitness instructor. She loves saying, if you can do this perfectly, you're not growing. And she's always pushing to increase your weight, increase your reps, because it's in that moment where you're you're shaking, your muscles are shaking, and you're not sure if you can do something. That's when you're growing. But that's also kind of the moment when that negative self-talk comes into play. You know, the, you can't do this. You know, I can't run another step. I can't lift this weight. There's no way I can do this. And so I think step one is recognizing that you're talking to yourself that way. We're always talking to ourselves about realizing it. And so the big thing is stepping out of your head first. And then something that gets me through those moments is I like to reflect on the past and look to the future. So a good example of this is like being an engineer, 90% of the time people learn that. First thing they say is, Oh, so you're smart. I don't feel smart. I'll be like the first person to tell you, I feel dumb all the time. And I definitely didn't feel smart in school. I can't tell you how many tests were like the class average was 40% on a test. Like as a whole, we all failed. And so it was super easy in that moment where I'm growing to say, I can't do this. This is really hard. But I mean, I come from humble beginnings and I, I knew I didn't want the rest of my life to be that way. And especially towards the end of school, I already had a job lined up. I already knew like if I could just graduate, my life would be so much better. And so I was, you know, reflecting on my past and looking to my future. And that kind of helped drive me to work harder, push harder. And I, I graduated. And that's not something that everybody in those classes can say. And, you know, that works with my business. We talked about earlier that I had people all the time last year. Oh, you're so successful. I see you putting yourself out there. You're doing so great. But really, I was finding all the different ways I could fail. But in that growth phase where I'm, I'm feeling I'm struggling and I know I'm struggling, I can still push myself because I did end up finding the one way I can succeed. And so like looking to the future in this year, I'm really going to grow on what I did right last year. And so I feel pretty confident by the end of this year, I'll turn it around and be in the green and start a success. I think the big thing is to not talk to yourself negatively, recognize where you've come from and where you're going and how this, this awkward moment is really working for you. Yeah. You've, you've got to be aware enough that once you start to notice that, that you're going down the path of, 
I'm doubting myself because everybody does it. I do it. And as long as you can catch it quick and course yep. correct. Okay. Yep. Hey, I, I can do this. Other yeah. people can do this. And just because I want to quit, that's, that's a sign that I'm, I'm doing something. I'm, you know, gross. I'm, piss, I'm pissing people off. Something's going right. This is fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, exactly. You just got to really focus on what you want. Like when I first graduated, I was working for this company and I remember when we first start, they kind of babied engineers early on. And so I wasn't like getting a lot of that resume building experience. I actually had more responsibilities as an intern co-op for them than I did as a full-time hire. And so, you know, getting back to that self-talk, I'm like, Hey, if I'm going to get this position, if I'm going to build my, I need to build my resume. And so one thing this company was really good at was investing in training. A lot of companies, you have to get manager referrals or things like that. But this company gave away trainings. And so, you know, if I wasn't being engaged in work enough, I actually signed up for a ton of trainings because they just gave them away. And so, you know, I, I got my Lean Six Sigma green belt. I volunteered to be our 5S champion on site. And I just took all these hazards material training, leadership training, and I stacked my resume that way. And so I'm really good at checking in and saying, you know, maybe this situation isn't working for me the way I want it to, but this is how I can continue to grow. And so from there, after having all those trainings and still not getting a lot of like good opportunities, that stacked my resume enough that, you know, my next move was I applied for one of our competitor companies and I, I did get in and I got in at a position that would have taken me five to 10 years at my current company to achieve. And so I was able to kind of bypass that and stair step up. And so I think something that's helped me with that is there's this really interesting, there's some psychology statistics around women versus men in the workforce. And one of them is women are raised to be perfectionists. And so a lot of times we'll look at positions that are posted and there'll be five qualifications. And, you know, if you qualify for four out of the five, a women, a woman will typically not apply for that position. Whereas opposed to in these studies, men would qualify for maybe two or three and they would just send in their resume. And so that's something that really stuck with me. And so even if I don't check all the boxes, I'm going to throw my name in that hat and in that ring. And the worst thing that can happen is they just don't call back. And that's fine. You know what? It take If you have a resume on hand, that might take... I mean, 30 minutes of your day, but if that turns into an opportunity, I mean, that could change your whole life. And so oh, that's yeah. something that's send it, send, send it. it. So you're telling me that you signed up for all of these classes that you didn't have to take, like no. they were optional and they were available to everybody. I just hit my microphone. They're available to everybody, <laughs> but, but probably not everybody took that opportunity to do those classes. Mm -mm. Like they don't, they, they're wanting to, what can I do to get my paycheck this week? Yeah. And I'm not worried about later. I just want to get through and do the minimal amount. And you're taking on extra responsibilities, extra classes. You're doing all of this stuff and that put you in a position where you were able to, to bypass years by moving to another company and, and stepping into a higher role. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, that's how I've made a lot of these leaps and bounds in my career so quickly is by taking that extra initiative. Even with the current role I'm in, I, you know, people still ask me about those, those qualifications and those trainings I had five years ago. And so it's even still working in my favor and I'm still able to talk about them in interviews and when applying to new positions. So I think that's the difference between letting life happen to you and making life work for you is, you know, having those self-talks, knowing what you want and not just showing up to work every day, you know, hoping your boss sees that you're going above and beyond and hoping that, you know, every year when you're talking about promotions or new opportunities, just getting your standard three to 5% raise. I think that's the big difference is showing up and making life and what you want out of life happen. So you have done more than just built your corporate career. You have started a business. You're a entrepreneur. So I want to hear about that business. Tell me about that. Yeah. So uh, being in engineering, my job is not very girly, but I'm girly. And so I just thought that starting my boutique last year would be a fun way to kind of express myself and maybe turn some things that I like as a hobby into a business. And so, um, and then that also gets back to like success is kind of, it's relative, it's different for everybody. And so last year, you know, being my first year in business, it was more like figuring out all the different ways I could fail. And so it was kind of interesting and fun. You know, there's, there's so much upfront cost with starting a company. You know, I don't casually have a register. I had to buy a register, had to buy iPad for a register. There's so much upfront money that it takes just to start a business. And, you know, one thing I found was in getting back to those self-talks is, you know, I started a website and then there was a lot of interest in the website when it first opened, but then, you know, two or three months in, it kind of dies off. And so, you know, that self-talk and pivot, I'm like, okay, you know, now I'm not really selling anything and this isn't working for me. So then I start showing up to in-person festival events. And that's when I kind of learned, I'm like, okay, in person, I do way better than online. And then from there, that kind of grew to me pivoting again. I'm like, you know, how am I, how can I constantly be in person? And that's when I learned about painted tree boutiques. And it's kind of like mercantile, you have like a small storefront and they run everything. And so that kind of shifted to me I, I have two stores in Tennessee now. And so um, it's kind of fun because I had a lot of people approach me last summer and they're like, you're so successful. You know, oh, I see your boutiques doing great. And in my head and on my side, I'm like, you know, I just built these stores. That was so expensive. I now own a table saw. I know how to use it. I Google how to nice. use it. That's bad. But, but I did. And now I know. I know how to woodwork now. But, you know, there's, for me, in my perspective, I was like, I was constantly assessing how, I was failing and trying to find, you know, where, where I work. And so it was kind of interesting because to myself, I didn't feel like I was doing very well, but from outside, everybody's like, you're killing it. Like I see you're showing up, you're doing all these things. And so it was kind of a fun, fun exercise in that. And so, you know, going into this year, I don't have all those things that I need to invest in upfront and I know what works for me. And so hoping to open up a couple more of those in-person stores. And I ended up just dissolving the website. It just took a lot of time and energy. And, and so 
it was an it's an interesting experience. So I'm actually hoping this year it's successful in a way that I view as successful. I'm hoping to kind of turn it into the green. And so I I really enjoy it. It was a fun way to turn something I like into a successful business. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just described what Thomas Edison, whenever he had over 9,000 failed attempts at the light bulb, he didn't, he didn't look at himself as a failure. He looked at, he's found 9,000 ways that, that are not the correct way. And that's, <laughs> and that's okay because you yeah. have to go through those failures to get to the success. So you are building yeah. something awesome and you are, you're kind of a monster in your space. It's, it's exciting to know what is coming ahead. So as yeah. long as, as long as you keep putting that out and you keep doing the work that is the consistent daily grind, you're doing that. There's no way that you're not going to be successful. So Thank that's you. super cool. Can you, can you give everybody just a, a handful of examples? What is some positive self-talk that you tell yourself? I want some mantras that you, whenever you're starting to feel like doubting, who am I to do this? What, what is your, what is your comeback? How do you, how do you, what's your mantra? I want to hear it. So when I'm doubting myself, I think like in terms of industry and everything, whenever I'm doubting myself, I like to turn those into wins. You know, like if I'm very self-aware, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. And if I'm not good at something, I want to work on that and get better. And so I look at that as not a failure, but an opportunity to become even better at what I'm doing. And so I think it's kind of, I find it rewarding to find wins in my loses. And so, or I guess in my losses. I messed I've, heard up. It, I've heard it both ways. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I think the big thing is really not dogging yourself on where you're failing. Cause that's the same thing with the boutique. I could have just said, man, my website's failing. I'm a failure, but it, let's find a way to make that work for you. And so I think that you need to turn, turn your, your losses into wins. You need to grow in that space. Cause that's really where you're going to grow. And then that's where you know, like I got all those compliments. You're doing so great. You're so successful. But that was just turning my loses into wins. And so I think it, it's important to see opportunity in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, very cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Is Thanks there any me. is there any final thoughts or anything that maybe I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? Um, well. I think something that's really worked for me when going to like promotions and stuff. So if anybody's in industry, if you have a, a boss, a regular check-in for um, promotions or upgrades, my aunt gave me this advice and she was high up in fair. And she said to create, in my instance, it's called an add a girl folder. And so um, or you can be an add a boy too, but anytime, that's right. That's you. Uh, anytime your boss says thank you or you're doing great or anytime you volunteer for something that's outside of your role, boom, put it in your folder because promotion season comes around once a year. And sometimes I find myself when you're inputting all your promotions or all the all the great things you've done for the year, sometimes I'll sit there and be like, what did I even do this year? Like it just kind of 
blends together. And mm-hmm. so I like my add a girl folder because then I can actually look back and say, oh yeah, I did this project or I saved the company X amount of money. And and so it's a really easy way to to have a full package and come forward and say like, this is where I'm creating value for me. You need to reward me accordingly. And so that's a really fun tool to have in your toolbox when you're looking for new opportunities. So that's something I keep in my toolbox and I love it and it's worked for me every year. So definitely consider a, add a girl, add a boy folder. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And Thank you. just so everybody knows you're the first, you're the first woman on the podcast. So not, I'm not a sexist person or anything. I, <laughs> I think, I think we can all be successful. So yeah. that is fantastic. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Bye, everybody. See ya.